The following podcast may contain adult language and conversations revolving around situations not suitable for immature audiences. Spoilers and general political incorrectness can often be expected, so listener discretion is advised. They must be destroyed on sight! How you doing, guys? Welcome back to They Must Be Destroyed on Sight. We were originally going to be doing a regular episode for this week, but unfortunately, both Daniel and Paul were indisposed. So basically, at the last minute, I'm just going to try to churn out a intermission episode for you guys, and this will be intermission episode number 15. I don't have any set plans here. I'm just sort of winging it. So forgive me if this sounds pretty fucked up, even more unprofessional than usual, but that's where we're leaving it here. I wanted to get something out for people to listen. I mean, we've we've been getting a lot more people listening as of late, uh, a lot more downloads on the Podbean site. I'm very much appreciative of it. I know some people have been shouting us out here and there. Uh, I want to give a special thanks to uh, Josh from the Chromecast, which is one of my favorite podcasts who deal with strange fiction, centering around Robert E. Howard, of course, and his creations of uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh, Call the Conqueror, Solomon Kane, etc., etc. But it also sort of branches out to other weird fiction like Lovecraft, Ashton Clark Smith, and stuff like that. And it's a great fucking podcast. Very, very earnest. Very just coming into this stuff and really digging deep into the material. It's it's a fun journey. I, I've just been really enjoying the hell out of that fucking podcast, and they do a great job. So uh, go over to the Chromecast. We link them over on the side of our Podbean page, but I'll I'll put them in the show notes as well. They're very much worth listening to. Really fun podcasts. Generally, they're drinking all drinking bourbon or some sort of beer while they're uh, talking about uh, barbarians and uh, blood and boobs and uh, ancient, ancient times and lost races and lost cities and all kinds of fun shit. And even do the occasional movie review once in a while as well, so... <laughs> check them out check them the fuck out but yeah i'm going to maybe talk about what i've purchased in the last little while and then uh i just had this idea of i'm going to go through this list i found of 2017 horror movies so uh, horror movies that are coming up in 2017 but uh before i do that what i've purchased in the last little while if you weren't aware barnes and noble had this 50 percent off all Criterion Blu-rays and DVDs sale going on for the entire month of November. I had to jump on that. I tried to restrain myself as best as I could, though, because you could really fall down a fucking rabbit hole and just buy a ton of shit that you can't afford. Like, I could have easily bankrupted myself. But I didn't, thankfully. I stopped myself at four discs, I guess, I bought from uh, from the sale. Uh, we'll go over the Criterion ones first. I got one other that isn't Criterion as well. So the first one I bought was The Tragedy of Macbeth by William Shakespeare from uh, director Roman Polanski. So his adaptation from 1971. And this is one I just remember watching on... Um, we have two channels here in Canada, Showcase and Bravo. And I think there's equivalents in the United States as well. They might be under different names, but they're the uh, heirs to the PBS throne, I guess. They're not just PBS that are not publicly funded, you know, showing all kinds of art house movies and 
and stuff like that. Of course, both these channels are kind of garbage now, and they just show shit like every other channel does. But uh, for a while, they really did show lots of awesome movies, independent movies, obscure movies. And I remember seeing Macbeth on one of those years and years ago, and I was quite taken by it. want to get back into it and see if I liked it as much as I did back then. Uh, I remember it being very visually striking, very bloody, and I remember it sticking very much to the original text from Shakespeare, which I appreciated because I am a quite a lover of Shakespeare. Uh, I have generally no problem at all going through uh, his texts. I can pretty much paraphrase his stuff fairly well in my head, so uh, I don't have a trouble. I don't have much trouble understanding what he's trying to talk about in the sort of poetic English uh, that he uses, uh, form of English, early form of English. But um, yeah, so I want to get into that and try that out. Uh, The other one I picked up was Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Uh, Of course, the Russ Meyer film about this uh, all-female rock band that uh, basically uh, moves to Hollywood and tries to make it big, and they run into all kinds of adventures, uh, both sexy and dangerous as they run into the weird crowd of freaks and users and um, hangers-on and stuff like that who who run in that those circles. And, of course, it has one of the more um, bizarre twists at the end. Very, very interesting film. I've always liked this film quite a bit. Uh, it's very kind of outrageous. Of course, it was written by Roger Ebert, of all people, uh, which I still find really, really funny because uh, Ebert was a major hypocrite in a lot of ways especially when he'd rail on about slasher movies and shit like that in the 80s, when he had elements of slasher movie in this fucking film. I basically bought all these Criterion ones, by the way, for the podcast. It's going to be, you know, future episodes. These are investments, not only in my collection, but in future podcast episodes. So I'm I'm trying not to go too in-depth when I talk about these, because uh, this stuff, potentially, Daniel, Paul, and I are going to be talking about... So uh, we'll save them for the episodes. But then I got two films from uh, David Lynch that have been needing to be in my collection for a long time and have not. Um, one of them basically just because it would have been too expensive to buy it at a regular price. Uh, for me, anyway. A lot of these Criterion ones, it's just like, eh, a little too expensive. I'm not going to do it. But uh, I bought Mulholland Drive which is uh, a great film. I think it was recently voted by, what was it, BBC or something like that as the best movie of uh, this century. Is that even right? (laughs) Uh, I can't remember. Something along those lines. It's definitely one that's gotten a lot of uh, critical feedback, a lot of sort of, I wouldn't say revisionist, but uh, a new, fresh look at it in, in... in years uh, since it first came out. Originally it was supposed to be a TV series that flopped and it became a movie instead and wasn't a major hit or anything like that. I think I actually I think it was a flop at the box office as far as I can recall. But uh, it's a critical darling uh, with movie lovers and I do love it quite a bit. And I paired that up with a non-criterion release which is Lost Highway also from David Lynch. Both of these films are very similar. They're they're almost kind of sister films, you know, brother-sister films or something along those lines. They both deal a lot with dual identities and uh, fantasy lives and things along those lines, uh, doppelgangers. So, and of course, they have these just, just intense, bizarre, deep, unnerving weirdness that only David Lynch can put on screen. So, 
yeah, I look forward to getting these. I'm almost tempted to do both of these films together on a podcast at some point, and that would probably be our longest podcast ever. That would probably stretch into four hours because there's just so much to unearth from both of these films. So, uh, yeah. And final one, another Criterion release, and this is one where I fucked up. I got Repo Man, Alex Cox's Repo Man from the 80s, and I got the Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray player. So, yeah, I thought I was buying the DVD version. I don't even know if there's a standard DVD version of this, but I was under the impression that's what I was buying, but I fucked up and got the Blu-ray instead. So now I think I might have to buy a Blu-ray player, finally. Bite the bullet. I have this old uh, clunker Warhorse RCA DVD home theater system sitting right, right here looking at me right now that's lasted me about 15 years. RCA not known for making the best shit. Apparently most of the DVD players of this model just clunked out after a couple years. And this one has been going and going and going like the Energizer Buddy. Did I say Buddy or Bunny? Energizer Bunny. Excuse me, I'm a little drunk doing this shit. So, But yeah, fucking... I don't know. I'm debating whether I want to swap out my old DVD player finally and just have a Blu-ray player or if I just want a small, cheap Blu-ray player that I can put on the side and play Blu-ray discs on as well and still keep my DVD player and my massive DVD collection. So, um, just be kind of hard to part with this thing. It's been a part of my life for more, almost half my life. So, <laughs> that would suck if I had to throw it away. So yeah, there you go. That's that's the stuff I bought. Like I said, most of the stuff, actually probably all the stuff, is going to be future episodes of the podcast. All right, we're going to take a little break now. We're going to move into some music, and we're going to play some promos for some podcasts that I love. And then we'll come back and look at horror movies that are upcoming in 2017, and we'll get my... Uh, Initial reactions right off the cuff on them, and uh, then we'll end off the podcast. So we'll be right back, guys. Badasses, Boobs, and Body Counts is a weekly podcast that discusses grindhouse and exploitation cinema. Your three hosts, Mike. It's a quick. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Not racist at all. Mark, if you bend over and you have what is essentially a pubic cottontail coming out of the crack of your ass, you need to do some goddamn grooming. And listener favorite, Iris. I do not have sex with that horse. <laughs> will make you question your own political correctness while laughing at theirs. Episodes drop every Sunday and can be found by searching BB and BC Podcasts via Lipson, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to episodes directly from the show's website at badassesboobsandbodycounts.com. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this Earth? Destroy it utterly. Send Rick and Danny in wool rocket Ajax. So, just destroy it? That's what Ming said. Don't you ever listen? 
Well, there's no arguing with Ming. Hail, Hail Ming. Ming. Wait! You see those transmissions on the visual screen? Crow? Nightmare on Elm Street? Chud too? Black Belt Jones? Nightbreed? What's a critter? Oh, I've seen those things. Flash? I guess we could wait a while before the destruction. Yeah, and watch the movies. And talk about them. The Hell Ming Power Hour. Disobedience to Ming. For now. You can find us at Legion Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. At www. You know what? Just Google it for yourself. Just Google it, you bastages. Hail Ming. Breaking 2? Electric Boogaloo? Samurai Cop? Army of Darkness? Flash Dance? <laughs> we might destroy the planet if it's flash dance. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get out of it. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything you, that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Looking for something different in your podcast library? Then why not check out the podcast Under the Stairs? I'm the host Duncan McLeish and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic old school horror favourites as well as some modern classics. That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, The Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms. To see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The Podcast Under The Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under The Stairs, signing off. Here's what some people are saying about the Projection Booth Podcast. This podcast takes no shortcut in producing outstanding content. How they haven't become more widely recognized is beyond me. I love this show. Smart commentary, in-depth interviews, and great production. 
It's obvious how serious these guys take their podcast and bring that next level of professionalism that anyone would be hard-pressed to match. Projection Booth Podcast, with new episodes available every week at projectionboothpodcast.com. at this is from a website called movie web and it says 2017 horror movies so this is stuff that's upcoming in 2017 and uh i don't know how much of this list i'll go through how many pages are there for this four pages i guess maybe maybe a little bit more 66 films i don't know if we'll go through them all (laughs) we'll just see here but uh first one coming out in september is it so the remake of stephen king's it 
I'm actually a little bit hopeful for this one. I know everyone talks about how much they love the original one, but uh, go back and watch that fucking thing. It's not that great. It was an ABC miniseries in 1990, and... It's got Tim Curry in it, and Tim Curry's fucking awesome in it. And, you know, generally the actors are pretty good in it, too, but it wasn't that great. There's just a lot of stuff in the original novel that you just can't get away with on TV uh, that made that novel great. So I'm kind of interested to see what they'll do with this movie, how long it's going to be, what they'll leave in and take out. Is it going to be a CGI shitfest? I'm kind of thinking it probably will be. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm really interested in seeing how they can streamline a massive fucking book and make it work and try to, you know, keep to the spirit of the actual novel a bit better. Make it a bit darker. Who knows? I like the original miniseries, but I'm not the biggest fucking fan, man. I'm I'm really not. Uh, It's mostly Tim Curry's performance and a couple key moments. And other than that, I'm just kind of, eh, it's a TV movie. Then TV movies generally aren't that great. Uh, let's see here. Kong, Skull Island. I don't know if this classifies as a horror movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing this movie. I think they're trying to combine this with the Godzilla franchise, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken. I believe I heard that. The new Godzilla. So if that's what they're basically trying to do, they're trying to basically set up this uh, sort of monster universe, I guess. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily need to see King Kong fight Godzilla again. I don't need to see another King Kong movie, really. I'm not too interested in this. Uh, I mean, I love the original King Kong. I do like the Peter Jackson one quite a bit. Although, the Peter Jackson one never takes a fucking breather. It's just like non-stop. Look at these, look at that, look at this, look at this action scene, look at these monsters. He just goes a little overboard, but, um, yeah, I don't know if I need to see this shit. Let's see here. Resident Evil, the final chapter. Jesus Christ, will they put this fucking series to bed? I mean, they've gotten long past the point where uh, Emilia Jovovich is going to show herself naked all the time. I don't know, man. The first movie wasn't even that strong. I don't know how this series has lasted so long as it has. The last couple have been fucking horrendous. Um, I think the only sequel I liked was the third one. I'm pretty sure that's the one. It had some pretty cool moments in it. Like, there was a moment where they're in the desert and all these fucking crows come down and start fucking pecking at them and shit. Um, that was was pretty cool. The first one was semi-decent, had some interesting scenes, but man, the rest of the series is dog shit, man. I think the second last one I saw, it had the worst fucking CGI effects that were just, you know, blatantly done for 3D, and I was watching it in 2D, and goddamn, did it look like dog shit. Yeah, these movies aren't good. Uh, the, I don't I don't get why. Uh, Rings. New chapter in the beloved Ring horror franchise. So is this going to be an American... I wonder if it says more when I click the link here. Director F. Javier Gutierrez. So this looks like maybe it's a an American continuation of the American versions. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not interested. I'm not a big J-horror fan when it comes to... Uh, the Ring and uh, or Ring You and uh, Juwan the Grudge. I'm not. I'm actually not a big fan of those ones. 
they don't do it for me all that well. Uh, so yeah, I got no fucking interest in this. Underworld, Blood... Here's another fucking franchise that shouldn't be around anymore. Isn't that Kate Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she looks good in a leather fucking bodysuit, but man. CGI vampires and CGI werewolves fighting each other, no thanks. World War Z 2, no thanks. Friday the 13th. Just says Friday the 13th, so this is another reboot. It says here that this film was likely a follow-up to the new reboot. If that was the case, it was if it was actually a sequel to the Platinum Dunes one, which I actually quite liked. I, I liked that remake. I thought it was pretty decent. It's sort of um, compacted like the first three movies in the one movie and took all the shit out and just gave you everything you wanted. So I kind of liked that, but uh, fuck this. I don't need to see this movie, I don't think. Uh, let's see, Personal Shopper, that sounds horrific. Uh, Annabelle 2, sequel to The Conjuring spinoff Annabelle. I heard that one bombed. Didn't the, didn't that bomb? Annabelle, didn't that bomb? I don't want to see this, fuck this shit. Flatliners, a remake of Flatliners. Yeah, fuck you. Um, page 2, The Invisible Man. Uh, new take on H.G. Wells' classic. Conceived as a sequel to Wells' original tale. Centers around the British nephew of the original Visible Man, discovers his uncle's formula, and is recruited by British intelligence during World War II. That has potential. I would be into that. I'd be very much into seeing that. Can't be, can't be any worse than the fucking Kevin Bacon one, can it? That one was terrible. It was just basically invisible man rape fantasy without naked Japanese girls instead you know it's just Kevin Bacon and maybe a couple boobies being fondled but that was about it yeah um okay yeah it's gotta be better than Hollow Man so <laughs> fuck yeah okay Patient Zero uh global pandemic turn humankind into infected this guy can speak the infected's language and is trying to lead survivors on a hunt for patient zero and a cure. That sounds like Cell to a certain degree. Stephen King's Cell, which was terrible. Uh, the movie adaptation. Uh, and this just sounds like another bullshit, dumb zombie movie coming out in a year where we should be... It's 2017. We should be 17 years past zombie movies at this point. But, uh, okay. Insidious Chapter 4, nope. Saw Legacy, Jigsaw is back from the dead for a whole new puzzle, nope. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, is that a video game? Takes place at Freddy's Fez Bear's Pizza, dark version of Chuck... Yeah, that's a video game, isn't it? Animat yeah, animatronic animal band performs kitty songs by day, goes on murders rampages by night. Yeah, okay, that sounds great. Chucky 7, follow up to Curse of Chucky. I heard Curse of Chucky was actually pretty decent. I heard it sort of took the whole series back to basically the sort of innate creepiness of part one. So that might be all right. I still got to see Curse of Chucky. I haven't seen that yet. So yeah, whatever. Squeezing blood out of the stone there, I guess. But uh, uh, keep watching. A family comes in prison in their own home by intruders. Must play life and die. Ah, fuck that. I don't like those movies all that much. Not interested in... Fucking home invasion captivity movies so much. I think after seeing Hush from this year, uh, it'd be you'd be hard pressed to make a better home invasion film than that one. 
So, yeah, good luck. I might watch it, but... The Bye-Bye Man. Three college students move into an old house off campus and willingly unleash a supernatural ent- entity known as the Bye-Bye Man. Hey, bye-Bye, I'm not watching that. Mom and Dad. Teenage girl and her little brother must survive twenty while 24 hours during which a mass hysteria of unknown origins causes parents to turn violently on their own kids. That might be good. Kind of the flip side of the, all the sort of killer kid films. Not that that's a major genre, but uh, there's a few of them out there. Yeah, I might check that out. Suspiria. Are you fucking serious? A remake of Suspiria? What are you trying to do? Make the fucking plot coherent or something? So The beauty of fucking Argento's original is that there's not much coherency at all in the plot. It's all about the visuals, and I don't think they're going to match Argento's visuals. I don't think they have the style to pull it off, so uh, fuck that. Let's see here. XX, new horror anthology featuring all female directors. Okay, that might be okay. I'm always up for a good anthology, man. We've had a couple good ones in the last few years, and then we've had a shitload of really bad ones. So um, hopefully this one is good. Uh, da, 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 da. It's got Jennifer Lynch, David Lynch's daughter, in uh, doing one of the shorts. Yeah, it might be good. It says directors have been given free creative reign within budget and time constraints. Yeah, okay, good. I checked that out. Cure for Wellness tells the story of an employee who is sent to rescue his boss from a European wellness spa that soon realizes he's trapped and discovers that the facility has more sinister purposes than just serving the health needs of his patients. Well, I think that was pretty much a fucking given, wasn't it? It's a horror movie about a fucking wellness spa. You know there's something sinister going on. Hey, might be alright. Sky Sharks. Nazis developed flying sharks. Yeah, that's got Asylum written all over it. Is this from the Asylum? Let's click on the link here. Uh, it doesn't say, but it sounds asylum-y. Sounds like garbage. See, the... Per- you know what? There's nothing in these fucking... Fucking... Made-for-sci-fi movies that appeal to me at all. I don't care about shitty... C-rate actors showing up in these fucking films. I don't care about their stupid jokes, their stupid in-jokes. I don't care about celebrity... Other celebrity cameos. I don't care about any of this shit... Because none of them are any good. Fuck Sharknado. Fuck Shark the Puss. Fuck all this garbage. It's just fucking overblown, that whole fucking genre. It's worse than fucking zombie films, for fuck's sakes. Let's see, the third wave, and it says nothing about the third wave. Can I get anything from clicking on the link? No. No news for the third wave yet. Apparently it's just a title that's sitting out there. That's great. Uh, abrupto. Les hackles a guy down on his luck who wakes to find an explosive device has been planted in his neck. He must carry out crimes in order to stay alive. We'll try to identify the mastermind. That might be alright. I can go for that. Blood Runners, starring Ice T. By 1933, Prohibition is proving a booming enterprise. Blah, 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 blah. Clan of Vampires. So, pro- Prohibition times with vampires and iced tea. Uh, no. 
Bloodsucker Jones versus the Creeping Death. Bloodsucker Jones is a gorgeous sidekick. It is gorgeous sidekick. Vanessa help a couple of idiots fight an army of zombies. I guess it's some sort of black exploitation homage from the looks of things. Maybe. Bride of Frankenstein, part of Universal's new Monsters Universe and a remake of the classic horror movie. So wait, where was Frankenstein? Did they do a Frankenstein and I missed it? Okay. Children of the Corn, Runaway. Jesus Christ, another Children of the Corn movie? How many of those are now fucking... I think they got more in the fucking Hellraiser franchise at this point. Fuck that shit. Like, Jesus Christ, talk about fucking beating a dead horse. Corbin Nash, a rogue NYPD cop, transfers to Los Angeles in search of his parents' killer, where he is murdered... Where he is murdered only to be reborn the ultimate killer. That sounds stupid. Crippitus. 17-year-old Elizabeth and her younger brother Julian are thrust into circumstances more terrifying than life with their abusive drunken mother when they are forced to move into the deceased grandfather's house. Frightened beyond the belief, they are forced to learn horrible things about their family history. Never mind the ghosts in the house or something far worse that takes an interest in them, a cannibalistic clown named Crepidus. So it's not only ghosts, but there's a cannibal as well. That's, yeah, I'm not going to fucking watch that. Fuck that shit. Cute Little Buggers. From the director of Dead Time and Crying Wolf comes Cute Little Buggers. Will you let them take our women? It's Gremlins meets Hot Fuzz, set in the English countryside. Hostile aliens crash land on local farmland. The villagers at the summer ball get suspicious when young women start going missing. Villagers soon band together around our hero, fend off the invaders, and bring peace back to the sleepy English countryside. Yeah. Day of the Dead. This one's going to stay true to the original, includes slow, brooding zombies. Zombies don't brood, dumbass. Zombies don't fucking do anything. Except for walk and eat people. They don't have emotions. The fucking bullshit. Now there's a bunch of ones that don't have any plot synopsis. Oh, Deathgasm Part 2. I'll watch that one. Deathgasm was pretty good. Uh, Demon House. Uh, Evil Possession Spirit. Blah, blah, blah. I've seen enough of those fucking films for the last rest of my fucking life. I don't need to see any more. Uh, Get Out. Speculative thriller from Blumhouse. From Jordan Peele of Key and Peele. African-American man visits his wife's girlfriend's family's estate. He becomes ensnared in more sinister real reason for the invitation. Uh, might be alright. Jordan Peele's a pretty talented dude. It'd be interesting to see what he can uh, bring as far as horror. That'd be interesting. Ghostbusters 4. Wait, whoa, 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 what the fuck? What, what? A fourth, a fourth Ghostbusters movie is happening with Channing, Channing Tatum and the Russo brothers that will be shot simultaneously with the all-female re- reboot. So how's this Ghostbusters 4? Where's Ghostbusters 3? What the fuck are they talking about? That makes no sense. Apparently there's a Godzilla animated film coming. First ever animated movie based on the popular Japanese monster. That might be alright. Anymore. Hellraiser Judge... Tenth chapter in the Hellraiser Segma. Hellraiser... Did I say Smegma? It pretty much is Smegma. Uh, 
Hellraiser Judgment, 10th chapter in the Hellraiser saga. <sighs> I don't think Doug Bradley's going to be in that one either. Maniac Cop? They're remaking Maniac Cop. Why are they remaking Maniac Cop? Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich. God damn it. Someone kill fucking Charles Band. Don't let him make any more fucking movies. 90% of his stuff is fucking garbage. Reanimator Evolution. Pursued by the police, an ambitious neuroscientist uses a neutrino impulse to bring his dead wife back to life. No. Uh, Resident Evil Vendetta. I think that might be an animated movie. A selfie from Hell. No synopsis. Just selfie from Hell. Okay. My god, a lot of this stuff looks like just shit. Chronicles of Riddick, Furia. Chronicles of Riddick is not a horror movie. I'm sorry to say. Next chapter in the Riddick saga. That's, yeah, great. They're remaking The Craft. Yeah. The Entity. Are they Are they remaking... They're remaking The Entity. Entity. Purportedly told the story of Carla Moran. A single woman who was abused physically and sexually by a supernatural demon... Oh, I just can't wait to see this one get play in this much more PC, trigger-happy, I guess, uh, culture. I don't think this is going to get... <laughs> Jesus Christ, why? Why even make it? There's, it's just the backlash on that one I can see is already going to be ridiculous. The Ice Cream Truck. I don't even know. Tower of Terror, an adaptation of the Disney theme park attraction. Trick or Treat 2? Okay, I'd watch that. That's the trick apostrophe R Treat 2. So, uh, another anthology, I assume. Which was, the original was really good. And that's it. <laughs> My god, this looks fucking dire. Uh, I thought horror movies were actually getting better the last two years, but now things are starting to look like absolute shit. Can you just hear how I've sort of been giving these blank pauses as I read this list? Yeah, uh, all my hope and all my desire to keep on living has been sort of squeezed out of me by reading this list. This looks like shit. <sighs> Fuck it. Well, yeah, okay, so I've droned on here for far too long. Sorry, guys, that we didn't have a regular episode. The next regular episode is going to be... Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and Night of the Creeps. That is the planned episode. I don't know when it's going to fucking come out. We have to get our shit together, uh, either with Paul and Daniel or just me and Paul. It's going to be uh, one of those one of those two scenarios. And it will be out before the end of the year, hopefully, at the very fucking least. Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, cut off of some music here. You know all the particulars, don't you? Go to tmbdos.podbean.com. Follow all of our links for uh, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook. Join our Facebook page. Uh, you know, if this shitty episode of the podcast doesn't convince you to join our Facebook page and start interacting with us, nothing will. But until then, toodly do. I'm getting the fuck out of here, and I'm going to drink a lot of beer and uh, watch uh, Lost Highway. Later, guys. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to They Must Be Destroyed on Site. For past episodes, links to the host's other stuff and links to various podcasts and websites of similar interest, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. There you can also find our iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook links. Please join our Facebook group, as this is the best way to get in contact with us and to keep up to date with what's coming up on the podcast. We also can be found as part of the Oi Spaceman family of podcasts at oispaceman.com, where you can find various sci-fi-themed podcasts about Doctor Who, Red Dwarf, Firefly, and classic sci-fi novels. If you decide to subscribe to us through iTunes, please take a moment to leave us a star rating and a review. Thank you. Drive through.